Welcome to the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann. I'm the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life and to share their experiences and helpful advice. In this episode, I'm talking to Elna Kane from Twins Mommy. I'm pretty excited to have her as a guest just because she has been one of my go-to resources for over a year now on everything related to blogging. Elna is a freelance writer and a blogger at three different blogs. She also holds the title of wife and a mother to twins. Now, Elna is going to be sharing a lot of helpful tips and advice. I want you to just take a listen. And when you're done, go to realhappymom.com slash eight to get the show notes with all of the links. So let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Elna. Thank you for having me, Dr. Tony. <laughs> I'm super excited to talk to you. Really, I am. Yes. And if anyone's listening is wondering, like, why is she calling her that? That is from my other blog that I had, Dr. Tony. And that's how yeah. it <laughs> you're the dentist. I've seen your guest post. I think you guest posted on one of my other blogs, yes. right? Yes, I did. Yes. And, and I think I referred to you in another blog of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I love your writing, like your helpful um, guides for, I guess, having healthy teeth or whatever. Cause I, I recently just had a dentist visit. So like all, all of that is in my head right now, especially with my oh. twins. And all that. How did that go? I hope it went well. It did. It did. I, you know what? I found out I have a baby tooth. Oh. I was shocked by that. I know. about that before? Oh my goodness. All my whole entire life. I had no idea until I guess this newer dentist came and he like spotted it right away. I was like, Oh, this is so fascinating. I was just fascinated by that. Yeah. But yeah. I have a baby <laughs> that is pretty funny. I always feel bad when I'm the the one that has to like break the news to a patient about something that they've had forever and they didn't know about. So I'm glad you took it very well. I'm really happy to hear that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I researched it, and I mean, it's not going to fall out. My twins asked me, "Oh, mommy, are you? Is it going to fall out? Are you going to get money from the tooth fairy?" And I said, "No, I think it's fused onto my like my my real tooth, like my grown up tooth, because I can sort of see it underneath my gum line." I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of neat." So. Yeah, I did a little bit of research. It's just kind of a neat little. <laughs> I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I wanted to start out by you telling the listeners a little bit about you and your story of becoming a work-at-home mom. Yes, yes. It's um, I don't know. I think I my story is a little bit different than other um, mom bloggers um, because when I wanted to start a blog, my intention actually was to make money. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom with twins, it was after a little after a year and I needed to find a way to still contribute to the finances. You know, where I live, I get a year off of maternity leave. So that was approaching and I wanted to find a way to still contribute to the finances, but um, I figured that if I worked outside the home, any kind of daycare costs for twins would just, I guess, eat up my paycheck is what I was assuming I was my background's in education and um, we moved to a new city. So finding work with what I had as far as my background was a little bit of a challenge. So I knew that that really wasn't a great option for me. And plus I, I wanted to stay home. You know, my twins were not even a year and a half and 
and they were just growing so rapidly and I didn't want to miss any opportunities um, with their milestones and whatnot. So um, that's when I started researching online ways, I guess, <laughs> the popular ways of ways to make money at home, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what I started to do. And my husband works from home. He does web development. He does his own stuff online. And he casually mentioned, well, why don't you do some, something like a virtual assistant and um, you can help other businesses with their email or with writing or whatever. And so it didn't really interest me at first because I thought it was mostly like managing, like email management, mm-hmm. um, customer service, things like that, that I wasn't really interested in. But I started learning about freelance writing. And that, that was what started it all for me. And yeah. how long have you been doing freelance writing? Um, for me, it's been about three years. Um, I'm slowly um, paring down my client list to only focus on a certain amount of clients because I do have other blogs and I do have other strategies to make money online now after uh, being um, working online for three years. But um, that that opened the doors just because I was working with influencers. I was working with big digital brands like Optin Monster and to have a network of um, people that I can connect with and learn from. And so that really helped me down the road when I wanted to start new blogs and start other ways to make money. So it's been about three years. And um, like I said, I, am, I, I have a few clients, but I'm really wanting to focus on other ways to make money. Awesome. Awesome. Now you started talking a little bit about blogs and um, I don't know if I told you this, but when I first decided that I really was going to like for real, for real, going to do a blog because there's many times I had these ideas and they were big flops. But when I really decided that I was going to start my blog, the, the first one that you referred to, the Dr. Tony site, there were two people on Pinterest that I found that were my go-to resources. That was Mir Kothian and you. <laughs> and so oh. <laughs> you have been like one of my favorite people to follow and one of my favorite resources to go to. Um, one, because I think I related to you and Mir um, both because both of you guys are, are women and mothers and, and you get it. So that was helpful. Mm-hmm. But you are also very knowledgeable and very good at what you did. And um, after helping so many women through your blog posts and probably some men too. Um, and then on your Facebook group, um, and you also have a course that several courses actually that you have about Mm -hmm. starting, um, a blog and other things. Um, what have you found is being the biggest challenge with, with everything, um, as far as starting the blogs that you have or, and and then the other one that you acquired too, which I want to ask you about as well, but what have you found is the biggest challenge, um, for new bloggers or just starting a new blog in general? Yeah. Um, that's a great question, Tony. Um, for me, I think the biggest, the biggest challenge for, especially if you're a mom is, is just having that committed time. Um, That's such a challenge. And it's a challenge for me, even though my twins are five years old now, um, I still have a hard time finding time to blog. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then adding my three other blogs, that's, that's also a big challenge. But as a new blogger, I think you need to sit down and decide the best time in the day or in a week that you can spend just to learn about blogging or just to write a blog post or just to get your blog set up. 
Um, I think if you can carve that time and, and be committed to that time, you will see growth and you will see success with your blog because it is a journey and it does take time. Yes, definitely. And with the carving out time, do are you more into like um, time blocking or just saying, okay, I have these two hours on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and this is, you know, what I have to work with? Yeah, um, I, I don't usually rely too much on, on time blocking. Um, every day is a different day for me. So I sort of go with my, my schedule for the week. Um, so like in the summer, when my kids were home from school, I had, a, I had to have a blogging schedule of when I could use pockets of time in a day that weren't filled with distractions that I could write. Now that my twins are older, um, for example, after lunch, I can do an hour of work while they go play downstairs or they can watch a show or whatever, but they know that that's time for mom in my office, right? Okay. So um, that has helped. And now that they're in school, I have to commit the time that they're at school, but also focus on the chores of the house and doing grocery shopping and meal prepping and laundry and all that during the day as well. So again, it's finding those pockets of time, even when they're not home, I'm going to say, well, from nine to 12 every day, I'm going to focus on email and blog writing. And um, that has been working for me. So I'm I'm glad. Now, one thing that I've learned um, just as a new blogger myself is the power of Pinterest. And I'm sure that we can get into a long, never ending conversation about Pinterest because it's so much to talk about. But one of the more powerful things that I've learned from taking your course, the Ready, Set, Blog for Traffic, is the power of collaboration and working with other bloggers. Um, So I wanted to talk to you about ways that we can incorporate collaboration into our weekly routine that you were talking about in those pockets of time to help grow your new blog. Yes, you know, I've, I've always known that collaboration and networking with other bloggers was, was a great way to be successful and to grow your blog. Like I've always, I've known that since the, when I first started freelance writing, you know, when I first started that business, I had to find other freelance writers doing the same thing as I was. I wanted to know more about them. I wanted to know how did they find clients? Where are they writing? I wanted to um, know more about them if they had an email list. Um, Cause that helped me further my education in Um, digital marketing in and understanding online clients and and online um, marketing tips. And it's the same with bloggers. Um, But just recently, I realized it actually is a really powerful way to uh, grow your blog. And and one of the most recent examples I think I shared on one of my blog posts on Twinswami was, um, and this goes back to my freelance writing uh, business, but um, on Pinterest, there aren't that many um, group boards dedicated to just freelance writing. Um, There's a few and far between that I'm learning, but luckily I've joined many of them. But this one um, pinner invited me to her her, uh, group board on Pinterest and it was a freelance writing group board. I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is up my alley. This is exactly what I want. I started a new Pinterest profile with my freelance writing. And so I was trying to just get traction and this was a perfect opportunity. So I joined her group board. I had no idea who she was. Um, but it got me curious. So I, I am, I would manually pin to her group board every day and I noticed her pins and I'm like, wow, these are really good pins. And one of them caught my attention. It was something like, you know, five, 
five blogs every freelance writer should read. And I was like, huh, I wonder if my blog's on there. Like I always like, oh, many, who knows, you know? And so I go, on the, I go and click on the pin and sure enough, she did mention me. And I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, because she sought me out on Pinterest. So I figured she knew me and she, and she full on wrote about me like a really good paragraph. And she linked to several of my blog posts, linked to my blog, talked about my other blogs. I was like, wow, she really knows who I am. And that's like a perfect example of, of helping your blog and then also helping that person. And what I ended up doing was on another blog of mine, I mentioned her, I linked to her. Um, so it's just this reciprocation that you can have with other bloggers and that will help you grow your blog. You know, her audience will read that and then maybe click over to my blog and learn more about me, right? And the same with the audience on my blog. They might click on her link and learn more about her if they're interested in freelance writing. So um, I think it's just, it's a powerful way to not only um, grow a new audience, but to get those special backlinks that help with um, ranking in Google. Um, that those are powerful metrics that Google looks at to help decide if your blog is valuable enough for other people to link to, and it should um, be in the search results when people search for certain topics. Nice, nice. Now, um, I know you talked a little bit about the group boards, but are there other ways that you found that have been helpful with collaboration? Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, when I first started Twins Mommy, one of the first things I did was um, I started doing webinars and um, that was my strategy to grow my email list. And I, I believe I did one webinar by myself, but um, I wanted to collaborate with another person because I thought, well, maybe I can grow my email list faster um, and have a more people join my list if I collaborated with another blogger that had their own audience. So um, I ended up doing that with... Um, Casey Luck, she um, does email marketing, and we did an email marketing webinar. Um, that was in the beginning, my first year of Twins Mommy. And I think even in my first year of Twins Mommy, I did a, um, a giveaway. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, like a great opportunity. Once you start networking with other bloggers, you might know that those other bloggers might have courses or products or something to offer, and you can collaborate with them, and um, they can offer up one of their courses or their guides or whatever they have and um, grow your email list that way. So, and it helps the other blogger get um, noticed. Yes. So people get to learn about them. So yeah, those are those great opportunities. And of course, guest blogging is perfect. Um, Like I said, I think I've been um, reading some of your guest posts. I know you had one on one of my blogs and I think you had another one on another blog that I read. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, I mean, I, I, found you again and again I was like wow you're everywhere (laughs) nice nice now I have taken your course I mentioned it earlier the ready set block for traffic I've taken that course three times personally first um when I first purchased it back last year sometime and then I did it again like a month or so ago and funny story I don't know if I told you this too but um I really really wanted to purchase your course but my husband was like you need to like slow down on how much you're spending on, you know, getting started with your blog. And I was really upset. I was like, okay, well maybe I'll just wait until like the end of the year. And then um, that around that time was when 
the Genius Blogger Toolkit promotion started going. And I saw your name on there and I was like, I'm getting it. So that's how I got it. <laughs> I saw your name and I was like, it is meant to be. So that is like how yeah. I really, really started jumping into to your course because I was like, yeah, I get Elmo's course and all these other ones. Yes, that is a done deal. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I had got the course last year. And um, I really enjoyed it because um, one, there's a lot of good information. And then two, when I took it again, um, there were some updates that you put in there, which was really, really good too as well. But one of the um, things that i learned from your course was one, like I said, about collaboration and working with others. Um, but I was just curious, what was your favorite section or topic in the course? Well, when I did the update, I I had a lot of ideas. Like, I think I added, I don't even know, 20 or 30 more lessons or something to the update because I just had more and more ideas. And I found when I first started updating that I was really keen on to like this whole SEO stuff because for like the last six months, I think, or even more, a lot of bloggers are just talking about like, well, how can I rank in Google? How can I use SEO? Yada, 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 because for a lot of people um, relying on Pinterest, you know, Pinterest has been changing and um, impressions are, are decreasing and click-throughs are decreasing. And so people are trying to find other ways to bring traffic to their site. And um, SEO traffic is like like the golden traffic. It's like, that's, that's where you want. I mean, uh, everyone knows about Google. Everyone uses Google, right? Mm-hmm. So you want your post to rank. And so um, I just found it, like for me, fun to do that, that module. So I can share, you know, my, my tips because um, several of my blogs are ranking and um, I feel like I have a little bit of knowledge as far as what I do to, to um, optimize my content. Um, so that was really fun. But then with the Pinterest was a whole other blog game because I was like, oh, I have like all these strategies that I've been using and I have different blogs. So each strategy was different from my blogs. And I was like analyzing each one and what was working and, you know, like trying all these things. And then I could put it all into my mo- into that module and um, share it with everyone. So that was really fun too. Yeah, that was a fun one to, to actually start comparing um, some of the things that you had done and then seeing how it actually worked for myself too. So that was fun. Um, but I, the one thing that I've noticed with Pinterest, I love Pinterest. That's like my number one source of traffic, but I you know, know it has yeah. mood swings. So, so, I know. so you'll be doing great one month and you'll be getting so much traffic. And then next month, like nothing. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what just happened? So I'm going through that right now. Like I was like doing super good and like my impressions was just going up and up. And so I was reaching more people and then all of a sudden things just really started slowing down. So um, what do you say to those new bloggers who are like noticing the Pinterest, what I call the Pinterest mood swing and things are swinging down? What would you say to encourage them to keep going? (laughs) Well, let me see. Let me look at my profile right now for Twins. (laughs) So if you're like a blogger that blogs about blogging, which I primarily do on Twins Mommy, um, it's really, really, really hard to grow on Pinterest. Like Pinterest just does not like blogging stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm struggling a little bit with that, but it's growing slowly. <laughs> I am actually on the upward trend. So some of the things that I've been doing for, um, to sort of revive my profile 
is, you know, the number one thing is to always create new pins. Um, you know, Pinterest has been stating that they want fresh content and fresh content typically means new pins. And ideal, ideally you want a new pin with a new blog post, but you can't write a blog post every day. It's just not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so you can sort of fake it a little bit by having new pins for old blog posts. And that will help. That will help um, grow your, your sort of reach on Pinterest. Um, and then finding um, the right type of title for your pin is so, so crucial on finding you know, not only do you need to rely, of course, on the description, right, to, to SEO your, your pin or whatever, but um, your pins, when you, when you pin to Pinterest, it first reaches your followers. So you have to, like, your followers have to be attracted to your pin, and they're not going to read your pin description, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to look at your pin. They're going to read your pin. So it's your pin that has to, like, have the best presentation. And so I am working my, my tail off trying to find new ways to say, the same thing <laughs> in different ways so that I can see what is, is um, popular, like what people are clicking on, like, why are they clicking on this? Right. Yeah, definitely. No, but just looking at my top impressions for the last 30 days, um, I have like old, old pins that are always the top, but like one of my recent one was how to set up Google analytics. And what was it? What's the pin? The pin says the, it says ultimate guide how to set up Google analytics for new bloggers. Like that was it. And that reached like 5,000 impressions and got 40 clicks and 75 saves. Like mm -hmm. that one little pin, I was like, what? Like, what? <laughs> how did that like get more than my other like awesome pins that I have? But maybe ultimate guide was what people were interested in or they, they were really hooked on how to set up Google analytics. Like they wanted to know that, like how to stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so playing around with your words really help. I found like Pinterest um, using even like being real personal seems to really um, drive up those saves and clicks and impressions. You know, um, one of my top posts is like how I made $600 from one blog post. Like that's one of my top pins and that's all based on freelance writing actually. So um, people seem to want to know how others are doing it. And I've always done that. Like when I'm on Pinterest, I want to know, well, how did you double your milk? supplier how did you do this and how did you make that much money that month mm -hmm. pinterest on as a platform you can be personal you can say how you did that and how you succeeded on that and people will pin that and save that nice nice yes now i wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about um the balancing the work and home and i know you touched on a little bit um, but what are some of your best tips for work at home moms that are finding it difficult to balance work and home life? Have a lot of coffee <laughs> is number one. <laughs> I drink loads of coffee <laughs> to stay away. My daughter woke up at five o'clock this morning. Oh, wow. Nine. Yeah. So <laughs> I had lots of coffee before nine. So, um, <laughs> um, I think, like I said, as far as like um, balancing everything, you need a plan. Like you need to sit down and have a schedule and sort of have those times of where you're going to say, okay, I'm going to do the chores during these days. Like for me, I do the chores every morning before I have my coffee. Like that's mm -hmm. my, that's my, um, like I'm going to get my chores done so I can have my cup of coffee in the morning. So I do the quick vacuum and empty the, the dishwasher and, and do all this stuff, like just to prepare for the house for the day. 
and then I can give my kids some breakfast and then I can check my email and think of a blog post idea, right? Then I can do lunch and run errands and do sort of outdoor play if it's nice and if the kids are home, um, focus on dinner. And then at night is when I can do most of my blogging. So it's, it's figuring out that, that time that works for you and then sticking with it. Like that's, that's the main thing. But there are some hacks that you can do to like maximize what time you have, right? Because like, I don't know about you, but if I say, okay, well, I have nine to 12 to work, you know, it's, if I don't have a plan, I'm going to just be on Facebook all day, or I'm just going to check like stupid things all day, like on Facebook, or I'm just going to look at the pins all day. Because I'm like, well, you know, I could do my email this morning, but you know, I'm going to wait. So I am very like a secret, like I need a plan. And so I recently blogged about this, like my bullet journal that I have, like that's a lifesaver. So I've I've been using that and that like totally keeps me like accountable. Like it's open on my desk, like every day and I just write my task and then that's it. Like I cross them as I go and it's like so awesome. It's a nice visual thing. And I like it just because with a bullet journal, you can have everything in here. Like I can have my blog topics on here. I can chart my social media following on here. I can um, do my to-do list. I can do um, a lot of things just within this one little book. So I like that. Yeah, now I've been kind of playing with the thought of getting a bullet journal. Cause I'm like you, I'm, I'm a real planner. Um, but <laughs> the bullet journal just leaves you so free and so much flexibility. I'm like, I need some structure. Like I need help. So that's why I think I've been a little bit scared about starting a bullet journal, but I think it's pretty cool that you've got one and it's working for you. I mean, it is a little bit like free and all that. And I, I am a creative person and, but I also like rely on structure as well. And that's why I find the bullet journal sort of a nice medium for me because mm-hmm. I can create my structure yes. on each page and I can sort of visualize what I want from my bullet journal and then like replicate it like to the best that I can. I mean, I'm not a fancy like drawer, so I don't have like these fancy little, I don't even know, like you see on, um, on Pinterest, mm-hmm. all those little pages, signs that you can make. I'm not that. I'm not using my bullet journal that way. I'm just using it to chart my things and to track my things nice. for my my book. Now, speaking of charting and tracking, have you been working on anything at home or in the business that you are tracking? Um, okay, I'm not. I'm not doing any courses and things like that. It's not big projects, but recently on um, one of my blogs, Smart Room Ideas, I just. Um, got Mediavine set up. So that is pretty cool. I'm like looking at um, a new monetization strategy. Mm-hmm. So I find that really awesome. For me, I've never done ads on ed- in any of my blogs, never, ever. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know what, this is, this is just like a niche blog that I have. I was able to get 25,000, you need 25,000 page views to, to be um, accepted for Mediavine, which is an ad um, agency, I guess. And um, yeah, and so now every day my husband's like, oh, did you know you made $14 yesterday? I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> just, just on impression. It's just impression. So I just have to get people to my blog and that's it. I make money as soon as they come to my blog because it's an impression that I get paid for. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really addicting. Like this is kind of neat. So now it makes me think, well, I have other blogs that I haven't really used. And so like, well, why not? I can try and grow the blog and then put and slap on some ads, you know, like if you have 10 blogs mm-hmm. and you have ads, I mean, that's 
what, $14 a day, like $10 a day, there you go. Like, that's a nice little income, right? Mm -hmm. So finding for me, like I changed my monetization strategy to focus on these types of blogs, these niche blogs and work on them and grow the traffic and then find a way to monetize. You know, I've been doing Amazon for Smart Mom Ideas, but I'm not making much money on it. I don't know what I'm doing wrong with Amazon marketing, but I don't know. It makes me kind of depressed and sad. (laughs) Amazon is not, yeah, it's one of those hit or miss for me. Like I'll have one month where like I'll get a lot of clicks and a lot of orders and then two months of nothing. So yeah, I'm totally with you on Amazon. (laughs) I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know. Like I make... I made $30 in like the last six months or something. <laughs> it's so pathetic. I feel so bad. Here I am trying to like, yeah, I'm a really good marketer and I can't even market Amazon stuff. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But so that's why I'm happy. I'm happy with the ads, right? Because $14 in one day was way more than I was making with Amazon. So um, if I can, hopefully maybe Amazon will kick in then like after this, like after I have the ads, maybe it'll kick in eventually. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Now, one of my favorite questions to ask my guest is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I wish I could be like the best planner, like as far as like life plan, <laughs> like managing a ha- like a house. Like I wish I was had that superpower where I can, like my mother-in-law, like I wish I was her, I think, because she could like come into a house and like whip it into shape. And have like the best organization for everything, for your closet and for your office and for your kitchen and all that. And it's like beautiful. Like, I wish I had that, but I don't, I don't have. No worries. No worries. Now, how can our listeners find out more about you or learn about you on social media? Well, I do have, you did mention, um, I do have a Facebook group. It's called Mom to Mompreneur. So I think if you just type in Mompreneur into Facebook, my group should show up. Um, so I have that and it's a great community. So you can, if you're, um, if you have a blog, if you're a mom, you can come join us. Um, my, my main blog is twinsmommy.com. So you can find me there. And, um, if you want to find me on Pinterest, you can. Awesome. Awesome. Now, do you have any like last minute words or any last words that you wanted to leave us with before we sign out? I hope if you are interested, if any of your listeners are interested in starting a blog that, um, you know, you're not going to find the right time. There's never going to be the perfect time to start. So you might as well just start, um, have that blog. Um, You want to just get it up so that it becomes aged and that, you know, you can um, slowly grow your blog. You don't have to do it fast. There's no, there's no need for that, but, you know, just take action and get started sooner than later because like I said there's just never going to be a right time (laughs) awesome no that is really good advice thank you so much for joining me and sharing all of this information with the listeners today I really appreciate it thank you for having me thank you so much no problem now that does it for this episode of the real happy mom podcast if you want to find the links in the show notes go to realhappymom.com slash eight there you'll find all of the information that Elna talked about as well as all the links that she mentioned. Now if you've enjoyed this episode make sure that you share it with one of your friends and then make sure that you also subscribe to this podcast so you can get updates every time a new podcast is published. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.